Hi, and welcome to the National Shooting Sports Foundation's podcast series, Gun Industry Speaks. As a trade association for the firearms and ammunition industry, we're often talked about in the news and on social media. Throughout this series, we will be speaking for ourselves. We will cover who we represent, what our goals are, and what we do to promote real solutions for safer communities. My name is Elizabeth McGuigan, and I'm the Director of Policy and Legislative Research for NSSF. I'm here with Bill Broussard, our Senior Director of Communications at NSSF. If you're just joining us, we'd recommend going back and starting with our first episode, in which we covered who we are as a trade association for the firearms and ammunition industry. Today we are turning to preventing unauthorized access to firearms. But before we get into this topic, Bill, can you tell us a little about yourself? Well, sure, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me on the podcast. It's great to be here. Um, this is my 21st year at the National oh, wow. Shooting Sports Foundation. And uh, for all of that time, I've uh, uh, been fortunate to be involved with the Project Child Safe program, mm -hmm. which we're going to be talking about today. Uh, and of course, working at NSSF, I certainly enjoy shooting and sure. um, sporting clays is one of my uh, favorite sports and particularly because it's social. Some people call it golf with a shotgun <laughs> right? because you can have a nice conversation between uh, shooting stations. Um, and I also enjoy bird hunting and particularly okay. pheasant hunting. So every year I go to South Dakota for a pheasant hunt with some very good friends and I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, certainly enjoy the outdoors and, mm -hmm. and um, traveling and hiking and kayaking and canoeing with family and friends. And these days, um, our lives are a little more active with our 15-month-old English Springer Spaniel. Oh, wow, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I'm so grateful you could join us today. And as you said, you spearhead one of our most important projects here at NSSF. And we'll talk about that project shortly. Uh, but it's always good to give our listeners a sense of the, sky, the size and the scope of the problems we're talking about here first. What do we know about unauthorized access to firearms? Well, we know um, that we've made great progress in the last couple of decades. Um, sure. Fatal firearms accidents have actually declined mm -hmm. uh, by about 50% in the last 20 years and uh, about by 56% uh, among youth 14 and under, which That's is great. certainly a category that, that we'd like to see in decline. Absolutely. Um, and I think this shows that we've made real progress and that also Project Child Safe uh, is a program that can serve as a model for mm -hmm. communities uh, and for local stakeholders to, to get together to uh, carry out a gun safety program in the community sure. that really establishes a culture of safety in that community. And, and so, um, you know, I think we've, we've come a long way, but we can still do better. Great, great. And the trends are certainly positive. And as you said, we believe our industry has had a real impact on driving this downward trend in unintentional injuries, especially with Project Child Safe. Before we get into the specifics of the program, the nuts and bolts, what are the fundamental rules of firearms storage for any gun owner? Right. Well, we want to make sure that we, we convey that information because it's so important to all it gun is. owners and yes. responsible gun ownership. So one of the core uh, safety guidelines that, that we talk about is that firearms should be securely stored when not in use. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that we're saying that all guns should be locked at all times. Right. We respect the right uh, for uh, concealed carry and for, for home defense. Mm -hmm. um, but what we're saying is that guns should be uh, unavailable to unauthorized persons right. uh, when they're not 
directly controlled by mm -hmm. you, the gun owner, or on your person. So, uh, and there are many ways to do that, and I think we'll touch on, on some of those uh, secure storage devices in the home. Absolutely. Um, and with these practices in mind, can you tell us what is Project Child Safe? How long has it been around? Yeah, so Project Child Safe is a national firearm safety education program. Mm -hmm. uh, this is its 20th year. Um, it Amazing. started very small okay. uh, back in 1999, where we provided free gun locks to uh, law enforcement agencies in mm -hmm. five cities. And I'm very proud to say that today we count more than uh, 15,000 law enforcement departments as partners with wow. Project Child Safe and, and other organizations as well. Uh, and during the, that 20 years, we've distributed 38 million firearm safety kits wow. uh, to um, uh, partners in all 50 states and including the U.S. territories. And when I say a firearm safety kit, uh, that means this kit includes a uh, cable gun lock mm -hmm. and an informational brochure that discusses how to install the gun lock on okay. various types of firearms and also general um, uh, a discussion of general safety matters and also additional options that you, uh, a gun owner would have um, other than the cable lock to mm -hmm. store their firearms safely in the, in the home. Just based on their particular situation, their their household, what exactly. works for them. Exactly, because uh, everybody's uh, home uh, circumstances and lifestyle is sure. different. So, you know, it, it starts out with a, a, the free cable lock that we provide, mm -hmm. um, uh, but people have options such as a, um, uh, a lock box, which mm -hmm. also can provide quick access to firearms, lockable sure. gun cases, uh, all the way up to a full-size gun safe. Because mm -hmm. you know, if you're a sportsman, if you're a hunter or a target shooter, you may have multiple firearms, right. and right. Uh, you just need that that safe storage uh, space to to accommodate all of them. Absolutely. Can I just take a step back to here? Some of our listeners might not know what we mean by a cable gun lock. Can you just describe quickly how that works and how we know that that keeps a firearm from you know, being misused by somebody who's not supposed to have yeah, access? It's a padlock. It's a somewhat similar in, in, uh, in respects to a bicycle lock where okay. um, it has a, a cable, not mm -hmm. nearly as long as a bicycle lock cable, but uh, the cable is threaded, for example, on a uh, pistol through the um, e ejection port okay. uh, and out the magazine well, and then it's affixed to the padlock again. So uh, in most cases, the gun needs to be unloaded mm -hmm. to install the lock. Uh, and uh, that it really provides an extra level of safety, but also prevents the action from working on the firearm. So the firearm is rendered inoperable. Right, and it yeah. can't be loaded and put one of these on. That's right. It's physically in, impossible, in most, right? in most cases, the firearm must be unloaded before mm -hmm. uh, the lock could be installed. Okay, yeah. great, great. Now, as I said earlier, it's clear we're very proud of Project Child Safe and what's, what it's accomplished over the decades to make all of our communities safer. Where does the funding from this come? Yeah, so um, the firearms industry has funded Project Child Safe, Safe since its inception mm -hmm. in 1999. But in addition to that, we've been very fortunate to receive a number of grants, uh, okay. federal grants through multiple administrations, mm -hmm. this going all the way back to uh, around 2002 okay. uh, and up up to the present, we're just finishing up on a $2.4 million grant awarded during the Obama administration Great, uh, yep. to Project Child Safe through a competitive grant. Okay. Um, so, uh, and in addition to those those federal grants, we've also received um, state grants and grants mm -hmm. from um, companies and organizations. Um, and 
more and more these days, uh, we are also seeing uh, support coming from private individuals really? and organizations. So we're very pleased okay. to see that. Uh, that has actually led to the development of the Project Child Safe Foundation, a 501c3 charity, okay. and donations can be made through through our website to this. And that's really important because the demand for Project Child Safe gun safety materials mm -hmm. is so great that we can pretty much only meet about 25% of the requested materials. Um, really? So, uh, so this additional funding will will help us meet that, uh, you know, the, the needs of people mm -hmm. who need these firearm safety materials to promote gun safety in their communities. It's amazing to think that 38 million gun safety kits is only 25% of the demand that's out there. I mean, what could we do with more funding? That's, that's incredible. Yeah, it is. And we, you know, I try to stress that Project Child Safe is much more than a gun lock uh, right. give giveaway program. Right. It really is an education program. And so mm -hmm. we also remind our partners that, you know, educating the community uh, and bringing this topic up uh, mm -hmm. about firearm safety during the course of the year is really important. So sure. we have such campaigns as um, Safe Summer, okay. where we encourage uh, um, messaging to parents about um, you know, kids are going to be out of school sure. uh, shortly and they're going to be spending more time alone, mm -hmm. unsupervised perhaps, either uh, at home or at a friend's home. And so it's a good time to take stock to make sure that firearms are securely stored. At Absolutely. the same time, the program encourages parents to um, have a conversation with their children about mm -hmm. gun safety and not just one conversation, but multiple conversations right. over, over time. Right. So kids really do understand, especially young kids, the mm -hmm. message of stop, don't touch, get away, tell an adult if, if they should come across an unattended gun. So, Absolutely. Um, and that, so that's one campaign that we use to keep gun safety top of yeah. mind in the community. Another one uh, that we have is called Hunt Safe. Okay. And so when hunting season comes around and guns are um, going in and out of storage, perhaps mm -hmm. more often, they're mm -hmm. also being transported in vehicles. It's a reminder to make sure guns are unloaded and, sure. and securely stored. And especially, I would like to say that the hunt's not over right. uh, yeah, until right. the guns are unloaded and safely stored back uh, in, in locked storage. Absolutely. Now, and just going back to your summer campaign, too, I know I've used that with my seven-year-old repeatedly. Um, some of the materials that are out there, and I'd, I'd like to ask you to give us the website as well, too, so people can find the resources themselves, but they're, they're really good and they're kid-friendly, and, you know, it's not a scary topic. It's something that, you know, is really accessible the way that Project Child Safe presents it. Could you give us that website? Where could they find that material? Sure. Um, well, the website where all of these materials are uh, is projectchildsafe.org, mm -hmm. and it's a great resource for uh, for gun owners, uh, even for non-gun owners who want to talk to their kids sure. uh, about parents and how to go um, uh, talk to their kids uh, about gun safety, um, and not quite sure how to about go about doing that. Mm -hmm. We have a great resource uh, there on how parents can talk to their kids about gun safety. Um, there are videos there featuring okay. the McGruff character. We all remember McGruff, right? Yes. The crime dog. Yes. Um, and so uh, we have those uh, award-winning videos there. Mm -hmm. They just won Telly Awards, I'm really oh, happy to congratulations. say. Congratulations. Yeah, they're animated videos, very short, and so children can grasp the gun safety message. Um, and uh, so we, and then law enforcement can also go to Project Child Safe to order the free gun okay. locks and free safety materials. So, okay. um, yeah, it's a really robust site, and uh, I encourage people to go to projectchildsafe.org. Mm. That that's wonderful. 
Um, now going back, taking a step back here too, talking about the funding and the grants, with so much money behind this project, both industry and government backing the program, do we have any way of really evaluating how effective, beyond the demand, which honestly speaks for itself, mm -hmm. how effective Project Child Safe has been in these communities? Yeah, well, you know, prevention programs can be difficult to measure, sure. but we are very confident that Project Child Safe has helped save lives over yeah. these 20 years. Yeah. And, you know, we point to the CDC um, data that shows a 50% decline mm -hmm. in those 20 years in fatal firearms accidents. And I, I would say that fatal firearms accidents now account for less than a half percent of all fatal accidents of all types. So Okay, let's, let's say that again. Yeah. So. Yeah, just restate that one right. more time. Right, so that is, that is a mouthful. Um, so uh, fatal firearms accidents account for less than half a percent of all types of fatal firearms accidents. Less than half a percent. Uh, fatal accidents of all types. Less than half so, a percent. Okay, that, yeah. that is very important. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that. no, not at all. And sometimes they you know, get tripped up when you start talking about statistics. No, and, it's just really important. I want to yeah. make sure people can hear that. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, you know, demand for materials is at an all-time high from right. our more than 15,000 partners uh, around the country. Uh, and then, you know, I'd like to point that to a government accountability uh, office study that noted that providing a free gun lock to study participants influenced behavior to store firearms more safely. Uh, and, and so it really shows that Project Child Safe yes. is working and that it can be viewed as a model uh, for communities to use on a regular basis to help mm -hmm. promote safer communities and to help save lives. Right, right. so that's so important. So it's, it's a voluntary program backed by the firearms industry mm -hmm. and even the GAO, the Government of Accountability Office, uh, can attest to the effectiveness of this kind of project. So we know Project Child Safe works, um, and what we don't see is the same effectiveness for mandatory storage laws. Um, as we talked about earlier, there are best practices for safe storage, but like we said, there's a lot of options based on the needs, the living situation of each individual gun owner. Um, so we do want to stress too, imposing a one-size-fits-all mandate on gun owners, not a solution. And studies on the effectiveness of those laws have shown mixed results at best. But knowing that Project Child Safe is so effective, where are some of the recent communities that we've launched campaigns in and where are we heading next? Yeah, well, we've had a busy couple of years um, and uh, we have actually had a, um, a more intensive Project Child Safe effort in several cities okay. and we call that Project Child Safe Communities. Mm -hmm. And so working with local stakeholders, we've We've had very good success in Oklahoma City, in Memphis, Cleveland, okay. and most recently in Baton Rouge. Mm -hmm. And uh, these are year-long intensive efforts to promote gun safety in these communities. And of course, Project Child Safe can't be in those communities all the time, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, with with our limited staff. Um, so we, what we do is we develop um, uh, community stakeholder groups, mm -hmm. and these have proven to be hugely successful uh, in these in these towns. And these stakeholder groups um, are work cooperatively together mm -hmm. with our materials to promote gun safety. They include um, not just the, the mayors and elected officials uh, sure. in those towns, but um, members of the faith community, okay. uh, community center leaders, um, law enforcement, youth groups, firearms retailers, uh, hunting and conservation groups. Okay. Um, 
really, I mean, we've had uh, stakeholder groups be as many as 15 to, to 20 uh, groups. And of course, they're the ones who can bring the energy and the passion for gun safety right. and, and continue uh, to promote these gun safety uh, messages to sure. their their audiences and the mm -hmm. constituencies that they serve. So, um, you know, this is really a, a great model. Um, the, the federal uh, grant has allowed us to do much of that work um, that we wouldn't have been normally been able to do with regular funding. And I know that they've evaluated um, our Project Style Safe communities in Oklahoma okay. City, Memphis, and Cleveland. And um, you know, we've had a very good evaluation from that, and we're hoping oh, that great. we can acquire additional uh, federal funding to, mm -hmm. to expand this model effort around the country. So, Bill, what's the response been in some of these communities? Well, it's been great. In Memphis, for example, mm -hmm. uh, a pastor has told us that he's seen uh, amazing interest in really? our firearms locks and gun safety literature. We've had to restock him a number of oh, times. Their, their parishioners are, are demanding these mm -hmm. materials. Uh, and at the same time, we're also seeing grandparents, and, and this is yeah. in multiple cities, grandparents take an intense interest in, in safety. And not only are they asking for locks uh, for their own firearms sure. in their homes, but also for their grandchildren's homes. Oh, so beautiful. I think this points to the fact that, you know, Project Child Safe uh, is a trusted messenger for these gun safety messages. Yeah. Gun owners yeah. trust uh, messaging that comes from the firearms industry. And the industry cares about helping to prevent unauthorized access. Mm -hmm. And I think we share the goal with gun owners about reducing firearms accidents over time. Absolutely, no, it's so important. Like you said, such a broad range of stakeholders. And it's really great to hear about working with the people who are in the community, who know the community, um, and giving them just the tools and the resources and information that can really help make a difference. Um, so we know these, these events are an important piece of Project Child Safe, and that's why we've held them in every state over the years. Now for our, um, our listeners who are not in the industry, can you tell them a little bit about what they could do if they want to bring Project Child Safe to their communities? Yeah, happy to do that. Um, you know, first I want to say is that, you know, uh, accidents can be prevented, yes. right? That, yes. That's really important to understand. And, and, and just by taking a few simple steps right. and, and we can help uh, guide people on how to convey those simple mm -hmm. steps to, uh, to others in their community. So uh, first and foremost, we'd like to encourage any law enforcement uh, agency that's listening to mm -hmm. this, the municipal police, sheriff, state police, campus police, mm -hmm. military police, okay. they all have access to Project Child Safe gun safety materials. Okay free of charge, and they can go to projectchildsafe.org to, to order Great. them. And then for individuals, and particularly parents of school-aged children, mm -hmm. um, you know, go to, go to the website, take a look at the resources uh, that we have, uh, download them and share them. Uh, there's a, these Great. videos and uh, infographics that we mm -hmm. have are very shareable on social media. Um, so, you know, we encourage that you, uh, you know, look at these resources, use them, and use them particularly with children regularly, Absolutely. right? Because the kids, you don't tell kids uh, one one time not yeah. to do something, right? Or uh, to be safe about something. It takes repeated messages. And, it certainly and, does. <laughs> and so that's, uh, that's, that's one part of our mission is to help keep children safe. That's wonderful. Well, thank you for all that you do. 
And um, that's all of our time for today. But Bill, I'm so glad you were able to join us today to discuss Project Child Safe. And as you said, for more information about these programs and our other real solutions for safe communities, uh, please visit www.nssfrealsolutions.org. And so once again, thanks to Bill and thank you for listening. And please join us next time for another deep dive into the issues facing our communities today and how the gun industry is working for real solutions for safer communities.